Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens podcast. And I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana. And with me, as always, I'm not always with him, but he is always with me. He's Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? And I am always with you. Hello, listeners. This is going to be a good show. That was, I feel. That was very churchy. Have... That was very churchy of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, go to the donation bin and give me all of your cash. <laughs> yes, indeed. Don't right in there <laughs> it's been a while since you and i were able to do a show together um i mean the audience has seen shows that we've done together but physically actually recording a show together yeah. it's been a while listeners won't know but we know yeah and we're sad about it so you know that's okay we're gonna we're gonna be a little we're, we might be a little rough around the around the edges but you know what's not rough around the around the edges our guests that's right oh my god I'm sorry. Something, something just flew directly in my eyeball. I don't know if you caught that on camera, but it went directly in my eyeball. Oh, Good. The camera's going on you, so um. Goodness yeah, we, we gracious! You rubbing your eye. <laughs> <laughs> Joining We're us the, this week is Elman Dean Todd and Shano Isomura, the developer and composer, respectively, of Godshard Chronicles, a top-down co-op action RPG. Oh, that hit every single thing I love about mm. video games. Just, just Based so, in. in the world of Godshard series of novels and inspired by titles such as The Legend of Zelda, Grandia, oh my god, you're hitting all the key words here, and the Mana series. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Goodness, that's quite an intro. My word. How are you guys? How's everything going? Great. Uh, yeah, we're good. And thanks for having us. Um yeah, I think the last time Shano and I did uh, an interview or one of these, uh, we were speaking Japanese the whole time. So uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> that was nice to switch it up, Ooh, right? <laughs> rapid fire might get interesting, Andy. Okay, we're gonna let's, have to bring you guys that operas to tra- to like on the spot translate if we ever have. Hell yeah, Japanese let's do it. on the show. Actually, uh, I- I'm gonna book a, a right now. It's a huge issue. Like we we've had the opportunity and and we had to not take that opportunity because of that but that's not why we're here uh, right that's not why we're here we're here to talk nah, about your game no, but, it's not. but what are we doing we're doing the dual screens podcast listeners it's so simple it's so simple the dual screens podcast is the internet's number one indie developer interview podcast on the entire internet hosted by two people you've never heard of probably the show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure on fridays on your podcast service of choice including our home podbean that's right podbean that's our home but we're everywhere we're on Google Play. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on the Spotify's. We're on iHeartRadio. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So find us and subscribe to us. And of course, you can watch the video version of the podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. If you want to support our podcast with your hard-earned cash dollar bills, y'all, you can go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our Patreon producers, Colton the Apprentice Nestler, FNH Paul, and Vegas Girl on Fire. We cannot continue to grow and cover these video games at the speed and veracity that we do without all of your support. So thank you so much for that. Again, that's patreon.com slash NDS podcast. Andy, this... Just saying the introduction to the mm. show has got all the blood rushing it's to the wrong places. The lead-off question? That is correct. Andy, please take us into yes. the lead-off, the oh, ceremonial. To the... Uh-oh. You, you just cut off on me. I, I hope your internet's not no, shitting the bed. Saying... Okay. No, I'm, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. I hear you now. I'm, t- I'm totally here. Andy, shut up, okay? We're doing a show here. <laughs> Stay professional. I, I am professional. All right. I'm mean, putting this on totally the T. It is now time for you to hit us with the ceremonial leadoff question of the show. It isn't a question. Oh boy. It's more of a request oh. for our our good friend Elman over here. Okay, Elman. Get ready. Who, from what I understand, is an author. He is a collector of JRPGs. It's a really great thing to do. I mm. appreciate that. But he's also a former. So what I would like to have. Hold on, Andy. You, you, I don't know if anybody. Your game looks amazing. Did this gargle for anybody else? Is anybody else getting gargled, Andy? Yeah, it cut off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So a collector of God damn it. <laughs> games and then something else. You said something else after that. We want. This is yes, important. You're, 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 JRPGs. JRPGs. And then what was the next one? Mm-hmm. 
got old he easy. Got a, he is a former police officer. Oh, I see. okay. That see that's important. I'm glad it's I asked you yeah. to repeat it's, that. It's, it's it's very important. Okay. And my request is that mm. even though his game looks so goddamn good, it's got all the sprite goodness going yes, on. Lots of sprites in there. I would like him to forego this endeavor and rejoin the force and come to New York City where we need someone like you because Times Square is scary as shit these days. <laughs> it is a terrifying place to walk around, let me tell you. <laughs> and you work right there, buddy. I am in the heart of the beast, and every day is a brand new story of debauchery. You know, and it's, it's, that's, a, that's a, good. I think that's a good place to start because how does one go from being an officer of the peace, a, a police officer on the streets doing the thing, putting the bad guys where they where they go, helping people, all that fun stuff. How do you go from that to do... I, I don't even know. Like, the only true 180 from that is becoming a crackhead drug dealer. But, like, <laughs> outside of that, like, video game development is pretty much on the other opposite side of things. How did you get to that? Like, what made that switch go off and you just kind of head in another direction? Um, Actually, there's... uh, I was working with... um. Well, she got promoted to sergeant. Um, when we were working together, uh, she was an artist, and um, you know, and I, I wanted to be a writer. And what we were talking about, um, we didn't pursue what you know we really wanted to do. And um, she's like, "Well, I haven't written, drawn anything, and painted anything in years." And I said, "Well, I haven't done any writing." So at the time, we decided to um, get back into it and she actually heads uh, security at um one of the local conventions the pensacon and um she says well uh i if you get that book done i'll get you a booth and it's really hard for a writer to get a booth and i was like oh fair enough so so i that's what i did i started writing books and um and during that time um when i started pumping out these books and doing conventions people go oh love the art um is that a video game uh, no, but, um, that's not a bad idea. And during all this time, um, Shano and I, we, we usually exchange, uh, you know, we, we post our collection. He, he collects a lot of JRPGs too. And, and much more. He, he collects, um, you collect fighting, you pretty much collect anything, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, we, we went back and forth with our collection and, um, I think he noticed our Lunar collection. Uh, my Lunar collection. He has one too, uh, by the way. Um, Lunar to Silver Stars, uh, Lunar Eternal Blue. And um, so he sent me a message one day um, saying, um, hey, love the Lunar collection. Um, I'm doing an album with uh, Iwadare Noriyuki-san. Uh, what's your favorite Lunar songs? Um, and do you have any from, uh, yeah, just tell me the favorite songs from the series. So I was like, oh, um, let me get, uh, hold on, uh, how much time you got? So uh, what he did is he made, the, um, he, he did the album. Um, I sent him a list. Uh, I think, uh, I don't think uh, any of my songs got on that list. <laughs> you could only get like <laughs> three songs. Um, and, well, there was also getting the rights. Um, but uh, since then, I did a, an interview um, um, through Shano. Um, I, I spoke with Noriyuki uh, Iwadare-san, and we did an interview for RP Gamer, where which I'm still a staff member. They haven't kicked me off yet, um, even though my <laughs> writing, my submissions there have been kind of dwindling because of my game development. But um, but yeah, um, I did an interview with him um, for that site, and then um, just one day uh, I decided to do the game um, for uh, for the book series so because the lore is already there. We got the whole world set up. I mean, you know, and I had a loads of art, so why not? So, and then uh, Shano and I, we were always discussing, hey, if I do a game one day, can you compose for it? Because um, you should hear this this man play violin and such. He's, uh, he, mm -hmm. he, yeah, he, he uh, we haven't released any tracks, but the tracks Shano has sent me are amazing. Um, uh, actually, bo both um, him and um, he and Iwadadi-san are making some really amazing tracks for this game and um i'll let you uh, uh show us i'll, I'll suck any deals up <laughs> <laughs> got some japanese going on here actually uh Elmo, can i just quickly ask you something sure behind behind you what's that behind you which 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 one of us <laughs> yeah, which one on your left on your left 
that uh andreas or steve who are you talking to oh elmon elmon (laughs) okay yeah we we had a conversation there yeah before before we started started. recording and we (laughs) it's not a i don't want to say it's a bet but it certainly looks like a pool cue but also looks like a sword um can you read that uh, kanji? It, I, uh, I think it says Masamune, right? Uh, Masamune. So, uh, so it must be a... Damn. Wouldn't it be cool to be cultured and know another language, Andy? Well, you know Greek, but... <laughs> what, goes on, what, go, what goes on in that room? I love this show, by the way. It's like... It's, it's soundproof, and he has a sword in it. That makes uh, perfect <laughs> sense, actually. So, um, uh, are you too familiar with uh, Margaret Weiss? Um, she gave me the sword. She writes the Dragonlance series. Oh, okay. And I know the so, series. Oh, okay. So, yeah, she's she's the main author for it. Um, uh, so I used to date her daughter, and we were doing a convention, and one of her fans gave, and it's an actual, um, yeah, it's a real katana. So Whoa. one of her fans uh, was a sword vendor, and this is one of his real blades he had, and um, he gave it to Margaret, and Margaret, you know, she knows me. I collect swords and guns and all that. So she, um, she goes, "You want a sword?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I do." <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I absolutely so want a sword. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's uh, wow. It's a really well balanced blade. I mean, I, I, I mean, I also have another one from uh, the Japanese World War II era. Um, it's in my gun safe, but um, uh, it was taken from a soldier. But um, that's then... my other one, and that that blade's not even as balanced and as nice as this one. So. Um, so yeah, I just I didn't have any other place to put it. Um, so I was just <laughs> in the corner, <laughs> and I didn't want to leave. Uh, my... And then, <laughs> oh, go ahead. And then, and then she said, "If you hurt my daughter, I will use a mightier blade to cut you down." <laughs> they had a few. Uh, yeah, she just didn't really. Um, she wasn't too much in. The... Actually, she gave me a gun too. Um, it was one of those um, 1800s. Um... What is going on? <laughs> Replicas or whatever. It, it, you know, you exchange port- of weapons. Yeah, she, she was, I am well, in the wrong circle of friends. Even you are useless. I have I given have you plenty of weapons, sir. A rifle. No, I've given you other weapons. Like I don't know. Where's my Where's my katana? Where's my nunchucks? Where's my throwing stars? You're like you are slacking, dude. I I, I I gave you a picture of like a frame. Th- no, you gave me a frame thing. I have that. It's up there somewhere. I did give you a frame thing. So let's that was one hell of a tangent. Um swords yeah, and guns. Oh, <laughs> so Sean O. Go go ahead, Andy. Go ahead, Andy. Go no, ahead. it's like I, I, I find it amazing how so many renowned and well known Japanese composers and developers like come out of the woodwork to like work on these newer projects. Like this dude worked on Lunar and Grandia. It's like these aren't like no name titles it just it's to me it seems like you know like a really famous actor but they're like kind of old in their years that can do work for cheap but they're just well known right like i feel like i can get this gonna score like my my like bar mitzvah or like my local bris <laughs> like <laughs> that's how accessible they are i feel like after a certain point but how how does that feel like as an rpg fan having such a huge name like behind your first video game endeavor oh gosh um no i mean i pretty much grew up playing um uh lunar i had on a sega cd i have it on the mega drive now too um and the playstation and sega saturn and all that but um no i was a huge fan of the music uh at the time i think i was uh 12 years old when that game uh, the first one came out and um no, it was. I mean, yeah, it's it, it, that was my favorite soundtrack at the time. I mean, I liked it some ways better than the, you know the Final Fantasy and all that. So um, yeah, working alongside uh, Iwarade-san, it's uh, it's quite um, what's that word um, surreal, um, if I could say it. Um, Shano, mm-hmm. how about you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you uh, got into uh, his music through Grandia, so <laughs> feel free to tell us your side of it. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, I, I talked about this in the uh, another interview as well, but uh, my first one was actually Grand Year 3, which is not uh, <laughs> your typical, um, you know, people talk about Grand Year 1, maybe 2, uh, not so often talked about, but because um, uh, primarily my uh, gaming 
it started from the Super Nintendo and then Nintendo 64 and stuff, but back then I was quite casual. Um, and then from PS2, that's when I really started uh, gaming a lot, and that's when uh, Grandia 3 came in. Uh, actually, I first got it because purely because it was real cheap. Because um, in Japan, you know, JRPGs are actually quite cheap compared to the West, which is, you know, the like Shadow Hearts and Grandia, they, they get real expensive there. Oh um, man, Shadow Hearts! Holy shit! We we like yeah. we like to charge by the <laughs> Holy hour. Holy shit! So. I have not heard that title <laughs> in a thousand years. Oh my god! Yeah, some gems in the PS2 era. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so after listening to Grandia Three, that kind of got me an idea that I wanted to make like a um, wanted to be involved in like uh, video game music. Um, that game really um, kind of got me that idea. And um, the thing is, um, if I go back quite a lot, uh, I, because I'm a violinist, um, I started violin because I wanted to compose music, uh, funnily enough. Uh, I remember actually the day we went to the music shop, and then I told my mom I want to get a violin, a beginner violin, which is like, I don't know, like 30, 40 bucks or something in New Zealand dollars, which is, I don't know, maybe less than American dollars. Um, but then on the, on the way back, I'm like, okay, I'm going to compose some music from today. And then I remember just my mom, my mom saying, well, okay, uh, from today, you're going to have lessons uh, this day, this day, and uh, you can't compose music yet because, no, I, I can't compose music yet, right? And then my dream kind of uh, finished right on the start. <laughs> on the first day, my dream broke. Um, but yeah, actually, all these years later. Oh, my God. Yeah. You didn't quite years, know so how the world kinda, worked. Kinda, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I could just be a composer if I, if I say yeah. it, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, sure, yeah, all these years later, though, like, um, it's kind of surreal in that way as well. Not only working with Iwadari-san, but uh, um, uh, composing music for a video game is uh i i probably wouldn't have um imagined back then as a kid um so i'm really thankful for alman to uh contact me about that and it was actually um much quicker than i thought that this was going to happen you know when he talked about <laughs> composing for an rpg i was like oh, okay maybe in a couple of years time you know uh but then like uh it wasn't like two months three months later or something like that or yeah it was uh um, yeah. yeah people that um, know me on a day-to-day -day basis, they kind of cringe when I say I'm going to do something because, um, you know, I usually end up doing it. And then not only just, I, I don't give up on it, I just do it all the way, and um, which can be scary sometimes because <laughs> whatever idea comes. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, it was rather quick because, yeah, yeah, three months ago before, you know, when I talked about it with you, it wasn't, you know, it was just an idea. And then I was like, yeah, then, then that time I contacted you I was like, yeah, uh, I got a programmer, by the way. Um, I got a pixel artist. Uh, let's let's get started on this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was real quick. <laughs> I mean, but that that's important though when when you're in this scene because it, it takes a lot, a lot of drive, a lot of patience, uh, a lot of good fortune to really get these kinds of projects going off the ground. Let alone actually, you know, finish and complete them. Um, Talk a little bit about the process. How, how has this been going? Um, how long did how long ago did this start for you? Um, what were the challenges that you led up to? I know there's a lot of questions there, but that's kind of like the story we want we we want to hear here. We want to we want to know like the nitty gritty of how this thing came to be. Well, um, yeah, about a year ago is exactly when this project started. Started so um, I would say it it started really we're talking about it with Shano. So I, you know, since he was on board from the very beginning, um, I, I could scratch composer on off the list because I've already got one. Um, so I did some research on the internet. Um, I didn't know a thing about, um, you know, I, I can't program anything. Um, I, it was just a few months ago when I started, um, you know, learning a little bit about unity and, um, you know, I, I'm using tiled and a sprite and all that. So, um, at the time, I didn't know anything, so I, I, all I knew was there was RPG Maker, and <laughs> I did not want to make a game. N not, not bashing any games. I, there, I played plenty of great games with that, but I wanted an action RPG. Uh, one reason for that is uh, 
loads of my friends do not like turn-based RPGs, and that's why I forgot RPG Maker. Otherwise, I would have tried that. I mean, I did download the software, but um, most of my friends go, "Oh, I don't let that. You know, the the uh, those button mashing and all that. I, I just want to, you know, press the button and kill them." So um, I, I get, so, I understand. So it, you know, Legend of Zelda, um, Secret of Mana is a bit more appealing to you know people like that, and um, so. I wanted an action RPG. I looked up, oh, Unity was a game engine to go to. So um, I looked for a Unity programmer. Uh, got one, uh, got a pixel artist. And then um, as time went on, um, I tried my hand at a few. So if you look at the game, some of the flowers in the field, um, I did those. Um, you know, just, just you know, not, not trying to pat myself on More than that. I've they're, ever they're, done. They're lovely. They're thank lovely. You, thank Beautiful you. flowers. <laughs> I did have a couple other NPCs, but um, we put them to the resigned them to the dustbin of history. You don't, you um, oh. the the final product. The players do not need to. See this my... this just in, Andy. A what's just this in? just in a twenty twenty two dual screens award for best flowers in an indie game. Oh my god! We, we got it. Yes. We ha we're gonna make the plaque. It's gonna you happen. Know, we just we, got it. the votes just, just came out. In. They game came in, in my ear. We did, and we're just gonna give out awards. Yeah, we're just gonna do it. I love how he makes it sound like like There's you walk cool to plaque, the corner right? mar market and you found the pixel artist and the, the and the programmer, like you're shopping down the aisle. It's like I'll take one, one artist, one developer. <laughs> Check yeah. out, done. Yeah. Like, All right. Like uh, and now we have a video game. Excellent. I'm going to bed. Well, so it was really choppy at first, though. Um, <laughs> that it didn't work out with, um, you know, I, I don't have those two. Um, the pixel artist style wasn't what I was looking for. Um, plus, uh, the programmer, um, you know, wasn't um, some of the people on the staff. It just wasn't, um, we weren't getting the updates like we needed to. So, um, I got uh, two new pixel artists. Um, their stuff was more of our style that we were wanting. We got a new programmer now um, who um, is quite, um, if I ever want to feel, you know, rather stupid in life, um, I just, uh, all I need to do is just have a 30 minute chat with him about <laughs> Unity. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a genius when it comes to, um, you know, setting all this stuff in the game and helping me. Uh, you know, making it simple for me to understand because, um, you know, I never had any training in all this. So right. he, he's an excellent teacher. So, so anyway, um, or I, I don't yeah, mean, we started getting a, I don't mean ahead. to cut you off, but I just want to, I want to talk, I want to dive a little bit in that relationship because that's, that's very unique. Cause like Andy and I, we always talk back and forth. We're like, you know, what would make a cool game this, and then we could write a whole story. We could come up with all the characters. We could come up with all the game mechanics. We could come up with, the levels, the level design, like we could come up with everything, but we don't know how to do any of it. So is that kind of like where, where you came in? Like you just had this, this, this monkey kind of slamming coconuts together in your brain. You're like, I know what I want to see made, but I don't know how to make it. And I have to trust that there are these other people that can bring this vision to lot to, you know, alive. And then as it's being built, as you're seeing it, like you're able to like, contribute a little bit to it physically as opposed to just directing but like how does that how do you manage that that relationship as the person who has created has you know you're you're the genesis of the project but other people are ultimately creating it for you what, what is that like how do you do that how do you manage that i feel like that would be um, very difficult to do as the creative and not the creator as it were um it's it's not bad um, as long as everyone on the team wants to create something like you do. I mean, in, in, in a in a sense. I mean, I love collaborating. I'm I'm not that you know I'm not that dictator. Um, Shano, we have to have a song just like this. You know, right. um, you know, you have to allow some creative freedom. Um, so like now, Shano sent me a few things. I'm you know most of them are amazing. You know, some I'll be like um you know, not quite feeling that one. I mean, you know, and uh, what he does is he just goes, uh, and hopefully um, Shano's not hating me right now. So, but, but no, he's, 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 uh, so, and as far as the pixel artists, um, I want them to be this, their game as well. You know, they have to have like, um, you know, one of them has already made an RPG on the Game Boy when he was in, um, at the university. I mean, that was a part of his hobby. So it was his dream to make a, um, 
you know, in RPG. So uh, you need everyone on the same page. You have to have the same, they have to have the same passion, like a similar passion. Like Shano's always wanted to create a game. The other people on a team always wanted to create a game. Um, you can't have someone on a team that just, just wants to collect a paycheck. Um, and if you have someone like that, you know, you can send them, hey, can you do this? Okay, yeah, what, 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 do, you, what do you want me to do? What else do you want me to do? Uh, and if they have the attitude, as long as you pay me, I don't care how it looks. I mean, y- you can't have that because mm. they're going to give you absolute, you know, rubbish. It's going to it's going to lack, you know, right. the. you've seen games that were produced like that. It was just a cash in and, uh, you know, and it lacks that um, integrity. And um, another thing I look for when um, getting people on the team is uh, what have they completed what stuff have they completed? I mean, mm. um, just like I've written stories, I've completed several books. Um, if I got a writer that wanted to write books and they, they haven't written a single book, that tells me a lot. I mean, it's not everything. Some people, you know, first time they do it, they knock it out, you know, out of the park. But, um, you know, uh, same as like music. Have you ever composed a song before? You know, um, if you haven't composed any song, just only the intro, that t- also tells me a lot, um, you know. Now, if you have several albums here and you go, here, this is what I have. Okay, now I can see what you can do. The same thing with pixel artists. What have you done? Some people, uh, I have had illustrators apply. They haven't hardly done any pixel art. So I was like, okay, what can you animate? What can you, can you do backgrounds? Can you do uh, sprites for the characters, monster designs, you know, scenery? Um, you know, so if they, the larger portfolio they have, the more it tells me, um, you know, like Shano, he's, he's worked with, um, Noriyuki, um, it, uh, also, um, that one, um, musician, Benjamin Noose, is it correct? Uh, Benjamin, yeah, Benjamin Noose. Ben- okay, Benjamin. he's from Germany, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he does a lot of, um, I think he does Distant Worlds with Final Fantasy, yeah, he um, plays all the oh, like Kingdom Hearts World oh, I've seen that. Final Fantasy, yeah, yeah. Distant World. Mm-hmm. So, so um, Shano has done an album with him. It's called Twelve Doors, tribute to um, Noriyuki Iwadare, and that's with Benjamin. Um, and you know that that shows me he actually records and completes his stuff. You know, like but, knows the steps to get that done and. Right. But we had the same interests. Like, you know, um, we had the same interest in regards to music on JRPGs. You know, Mm. we we didn't want that, you know, that composition that's just background ambience. We wanted that melody that's catchy, that draws the player in. And, you know, when you're playing a Dragon Quest game, you can can hear that melody and you can instantly say, oh, that's from Dragon Quest V. You know, I I think of the town from that. That's what we want players when they, they play the game. So it's that's not easy. Same as to write, um, you know, the art um, with the writing and everything else. Um, I take that same approach, and um, yeah, it's it's getting the same people, um, voice actors too. Uh, the ones we got on board, I didn't announce all of them, um, but uh, like um, Lauren Co. Um, I don't know if you've seen that we announced her. She played Veronica on Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, having her read the line, she's doing Ruby, by the way, for oh, this wow. game. And having her, I was showing her the game, and having her read the lines was, I mean, I was getting chill bumps because it was, she was breathing life into this character. And, I mean, and she was like, she, she took this character's description. She was like, okay, she's about this old. She's, what, 1920, so she's going to be speaking like this. Um, not quite worldly, but, you know, she's had a little bit, I mean, she, she took it to a whole new level. And when I heard her read this character out loud, I mean, it was, I mean, I was like, okay, this is, this is something else. This is giving it this, um, she's giving this character a soul. So, and, and Lauren is completely passionate. Like she loves this character. So um, that kind of stuff is what I really like in having from the team. Um, and when everybody feels this way on the team, I mean, you know, that's when you get a truly a work of love. And that's what I hope, um, to produce in the end um, when the game is finished. So tell us about your uh, your gearing up for a um, for a Kickstarter launch. You got your pre-launch little page all ready to go. Uh, tell us what what's putting all that together has been like, and give us that that whole situation. Like we, I don't think th- I think this might be our first time having a guest on that has a pre 
pay jump. Like we've had guests that are in the middle of their Kickstarter campaigns, just about to end it or have already funded via Kickstarter. But this is like a first for us. Like you, you guys are in the, the, the ground floor of trying to get one of these things put together. What's it been like for you guys? What would have been the challenges? Oh, um, Kickstarter props to all those, uh, guests you had on that did do the Kickstarter. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that just to get the pre-launch page, just getting the graphics and all that was um, that 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 took a good part of a week um, just just for the graphics and everything. Um, yeah, we're uh, y- you have to get the trailer. Um, you know, we have to get you know the graphics for the Kickstarter page. Um, and uh, right now, we're trying to get all the assets looking nice to produce a nice trailer. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's been a lot of work. Um, we hope to have it out by, you know, sometime this year. It's um, one thing we want is a really um, nice, we got, so I don't know if you heard of the pixel artist, Cyanmo. Um, he produced, uh, he's worked on several games. So we got some pixel art creature designs from him. Um, we'd like to implement those in the trailer. It's just, um, it's, it's just putting these into the game to put in a trailer now. So that's, that's the big thing. Uh, also, we're going to have some, hopefully have some voice acting in the trailer as well. So um, I'm currently in talks with the voice actors, uh, Lauren Co. especially too, um, since she's playing Ruby. So I was going to have her read a few lines, um, you know, give the players a feel that, you know, when you play Lunar or Grandia, you know, uh, just, I, I can't remember if Gra- Grandia too, I know has voice acting. Did Grandia 1 have it? Yeah, yeah, partly, yeah. Okay, partly, okay. So it would be, you know, something in the vein of that, you know, and, um, you know, that's the kind of, uh, what was that sensation I'd like to, you know, give in that trailer. And also we got a lot of our rewards already. Um, if you give me one second. That, that's like you. the, that's a hard issue. One of the, so one of the things I always, I'm, I'm like hijacking this entire interview, but like this stuff is fascinating to me because I have a, a we have a close personal friend of the show, <laughs> Patrick Hickey Jr., who just launched and funded a indie um, uh, comic book publishing uh, company through Kickstarter. And like it nearly drove him into the ground. Like he is a guy who has, there is not a person, I don't care if you think you have the most work ethic on the planet, I promise you he doubles it. Like his work ethic is ridiculous. And it nearly killed him. So at one point, at, are you making a Kickstarter? Like, are you are you basically not making a game anymore until this Kickstarter is done? Like, you're making everything to focus on getting the Kickstarter stuff done, and then you could go back to making your game? Or is it business as usual, and you're kind of on the side, maybe getting other people involved to help you make get the Kickstarter stuff together like i feel like there i feel like that's something that a lot of people completely miss that kickstarters don't come out of nowhere it's you know there's professional trailer makers that specifically their job is to make trailers for triple a games like even triple a studios don't have just somebody that could just cut together a trailer for like e3 or whatever like you know this is like your baby. This is every, a lot is going to ride on this Kickstarter. So how are you balancing that? Or is, is that something that you're just basically focusing on Kickstarter and the game is kind of like second at this point? Like what, what's that process? Um, no, that's uh, yeah. You what the pre-launch, I did have to take my time away from the game to create the pre-launch for the kicks, you know, okay. our pre-launch Kickstarter page. So yes. Uh, um, However, you know, I, I got a team, so um, right. obviously Shano's still composing. You know, my pixel artist is still, you know, drawing, or both of them are still drawing their pixel art. I might get one of them to say, hey, can you help me with these graphics, you know, and just, you know, instead of you doing this, just do this for a week. Um, with the trailers, yes, um, I can see why people hire, because, you know, with, you got to have, there's cer- certain filming techniques, you know, um, yeah. when t- with trailers, I mean, you can't just have like one second clip here, one second clip here, you know, or a, a 30 second clip here. You're going to bore the viewer. You got to, you know, you got to, you know, there's a certain method to creating a trailer. Um, and that's why I see people hiring professional ones. And, um, and also we're probably going to go that route too, because okay. um, I don't want, uh, you know, well, I don't want to give a trailer that's rubbish, but um you know, or amateurish looking, uh, because that, that, that does represent your game in, in a way. So, um, but yeah, we're getting, um, 
yeah, uh, eventually I'll have to get like all the assets together to, you know, produce like, okay, we got to tell the story, a little bit of the show, a little bit of the story, the characters, but the gameplay, you know, like the co-op, we really want to show our co-op. We want to show our variety, some of our monsters, the character designs. So, um, also Kickstarter, the rewards, I don't know what your friend, you know, having what he did to produce the rewards. Um, that's going to be, that's, that's a whole job in itself. Uh, yeah. luckily I got my book series. We, we have a lot loads of art already. Um, if you give me one second, I can show you what one of the rewards will be. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, this is ex out of exclusive. Ex exclusive. Wow. Look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is an exclusive for dual screens, the dual screens podcast. We are about to see some serious top secret double probation stuff. This is, this is Elman is back. Let's see what happens here. Okay, so we got I'm nervous. this. I'm really nervous. Ten inch, twenty five centimeters. Whoa! Oh, okay. Never mind. It's a, it's a resin statue. Okay, it's a statue. This is oh. gonna be She's so, coming so great. So that looks gorgeous. So if you look at the cover of the game, um, you'll notice the main character is dressed in the same armor yeah, and everything. I see that. Yeah. So, so, and it's quite heavy. It's, you know, everything's put together by um, magnets. Uh, so it takes a little bit to... What the <laughs> hell? Your head right off. There we go. For our audio listeners, so. this is a, a beautiful statue, or, or or I don't know what the word is no, anymore. I can't... No, no. Steven, Statuette. for the audio listeners, please go to youtube.com yeah. forward slash dual screen, dual screen TV. TV. Hit the subscribe button. <laughs> see what he's doing. That's dope. <laughs> So we'll have probably like so that's cool. about 60, 50 or 60 of those for, um, you know, backers who want that little extra bit of, you know, one of the, it's basically a man of knights, the type of characters we have in the game Ooh. and the main character is going to be man of knights. Two is that aside for us. Got it. Got it. In, 62. <laughs> there's going to be about 62 of those. Uh, I have a question for Sean. Now. Thank I God. I was tired of carrying the show on my back, Andy. Cause... It's about time you get involved. <laughs> Because before uh, Elman mentioned the importance of like a catchy tune that when you hear, like, oh, that's Dragon Quest, that's Zelda, like you know it off the bat. And typically with games that are pixel art based, like as much as those graphics can draw the attention, the soundtrack I think is even more important than the art design in a lot of ways, especially in an RPG. How do you know when you found the right? combination of notes and be like this is the one this is the memorable track that's this is the final final the it song for like a battle a dungeon how do how do you know when that when it's right i think uh, that's something that i won't be able to tell myself um it's it's when i hear feedback from someone else that might mm. be like oh well that's good and of course the first one is um Elmon, I'll, I'll, I'll send him like a little clip on Facebook messages and then he'll say if it's good or not. Um, and then actually my, uh, my mom actually listens to it as well. <laughs> and see, Mom's see no best, reaction. man. Oh, that, that's cute. That's it's interesting cute. <laughs> because uh, that's two different opinions on one, one that's a gamer. You know, Elmon's played a lot of games. He knows a lot of RPG stuff. And there's my mom that she doesn't know anything about RPGs. Well, actually, she started playing Dragon Quest Eight this year, but um, wow. last year <laughs> she actually finished it 140 hours. Uh, wow, that's uh, first, yeah, that was her oh. first gaming experience. Holy shit. 140 hours Dragon Quest Eight, and then she went on to do Dragon Quest Builders. Finished that 100 something hours as well. Wow. Anyways, um, <laughs> can we get your mom on the show oh next? <laughs> yeah, what, she'll yeah, be our next day. guest. <laughs> Um, anyway, we, we, is, uh, uh, is, is, is your mom like a typical Asian mom? Like this doesn't sound good enough for Carter. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually she's quite, she's quite loose. I, I think like compared to other <laughs> Asian moms that I've been hearing. Um, yeah, she's a bit more lighthearted. I think, um, um I can answer. My mom is a very typical Asian mom from the fifties and sixties. Uh, I, I got beat beaten a lot. <laughs> Oh I got chased out. I got chased out the house with a butcher knife. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, oh. I, I, I 
think we're all in that age range. I got like choked a couple of times, punched <laughs> when I was a kid. I feel like it's of a certain generation of moms that wouldn't mind like beating you to, like, near death when you did like littlest of things. Oh yeah, mm. the minor transgression. My yeah. mom used to always tell me. Even I, I, I got, I got choked for going to the arcade. <laughs> and, and I never got choked. I, I never got choked. For, for, for good reason, Andy. You, you're, you're a friggin' punk. <laughs> you're a punk kid. For spending the, for spending the laundry quarters on Street Fighter Two. Wow. Oh well, you know. Um, go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, you, back in the day when I was at university, <laughs> girlfriends used to say like their eyes would get big like golf balls sticking out when I tell them about the beatings I got when I was a child. <laughs> and then after a few months of beating me to, or of dating me, they'd say, Oh, your mom apparently didn't beat you enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, welcome. This has now become therapy. I'm, I'm happy. This is what dual screens is all about. Isn't it Andy mental health check. Everyone's okay. All right. No regrets. Oh, no, I'm, I'm happy with it. Hey, uh, she's all, if, if she beat me a bit, but she's always had complete faith um, about the video game, about my books, you know, you know, about my career in law enforcement. She's always been 100 percent supportive. So, I mean, if I could say anything, um, you she know, just hit uh, you with I, a right I, cross every now and again. <laughs> keep, she, keep you I on track about the video game. She goes, oh, that's I think that's a really good idea. Um, you know, yeah, you, sh you know, you, you'll do a really good job on that. <laughs> So, um, you know, it's, it, you know, you gotta, you gotta take a few beatings to get a couple, you know, so. <laughs> now I do have a similar kind of question for you, Elman, because when you, again, when you invoke names like Zelda and mana, when you're making a game, it's easy to make a game that looks and feels and plays just like that. How do you break that mold and make it something else? entirely it feels like its own identity that's not just like a derivative of something we've known for years like well it's just it's a zelda clone how do you shake that sensation and make it your own and different and unique and worthwhile for my hard-earned cash on the <laughs> kickstarter when it launches <laughs> well um for when we reference those games, um, we're referencing mm. aspects we like from, so mm. like Zelda, I always love the combat. It's just quick and easy. You know, you, you pick mm -hmm. up the controller, you know what to do. You hit that A button or whatever, um, right. swing the sword. That's what we want for this game is when I can, it, because it's drop in, drop out co-op for the second player. I can have mm. a friend or something. Hey, you don't need no tutorial. You, you don't need a tutorial. You just, just pick up the controller and play. Um, I love that. So, but we want the combat to be fun and have enough depth to, you know, for people a bit more skilled. So it's it, it would be both for beginners. Um, I mentioned the Zelda because people uh, equate Zelda with that. Um, Secret of Mana would be just the multiplayer. Obviously, the combat would be a lot different. You don't have to wait till that thing mm -hmm. gets so that your gauge gets to one hundred percent and then thwack the enemy. Wait till it gets one hundred percent. Hit the enemy again. You know that takes too long. You know we just want to. We just want you to beat the shit out of the enemy and just get on with it. So, um, story wise, um, you know we want that JRPG. You know, there's a certain way um, uh, Japanese role playing games tell a story that can be quite emotional mm -hmm. that you just don't see. Mm -hmm that much of i mean you yes. see some of it in western games there's been some that are quite great but i mean I, i'm referencing stuff like you know you if you played xenoblade chronicles or you played um final fantasy 10 and you get to the you know final fantasy 6 you get those certain cutscenes. oh my god it's operatic 11, it's operatic in a way 11. yeah dragon quest there 11. was an actual opera in final fantasy 6 yes <laughs> yeah you know so you you, you get to these cutscenes, the music plays <laughs> The characters have their dialogue and that you know the you know that that music will just hit you you know um we want that in this game we want you to take you know i mean we want you to just really feel the story um you know like you got the sad moments you mm. know we want we want to make players laugh cry and all that so um and you know just have an overall good time too um so that's what we're going for we reference the other ones as more of a okay it has elements of these, uh, we're just trying to take the best elements of those games and just put them into something that we've always wanted. 
And another thing is the branching, we're trying to, um, hopefully we can implement this branching side quest, which is more typical of Western RPGs, like Skyrim, Witcher 3. Always like it when you can go on a quest. Oh, mm -hmm. I want to, I, I have the option to help him or screw him out of his money. Uh, you know, we want to give players that bit too, um, <laughs> you know, to a degree. So Nice. Sure. Andy, it's about that time, buddy. It's about that time. Yeah, it's just, you know, it is about time. But, like, again, like, telling an emotional story, like, is such a Japanese thing. It's like, I, I have played games where I, people die and I feel nothing. But I play, like, an old-school JRPG. I see a little pixel, like, flash and die. Like, it's so simple, <laughs> but I'm, like, in tears. Because <laughs> the story is so well done. Yeah. <sighs> Just to get the chills. But yes, it is about that time. It's about that time. It is now time for rapid fire. It, it is. Mm -hmm. it, we have hit that time. Okay. And I we have a very, this is an interesting dynamic here. Um, we have a, mm. a uh, former police officer. So we have a few questions that I feel like are oh, cheating. Yes. But <laughs> let's do it anyway. <laughs> Elman, if you got a phone call that Shauna was arrested what was his crime? Oh gosh, I can't even imagine Shano committing um, <laughs> committing something. Um, um, I really don't know. Uh, Shano's just a good guy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you get this phone call and you're like, "He did oh. what?" Oh, I, I don't know. know. Oh, okay, okay. I think Shano is like the, would be in Japan. the he's the quiet neighbor that like he's got some heads. He's got some heads in the freezer. <laughs> It would be it, he would, it would be on one of his visits to Japan, and he would be probably fighting with somebody over some limited edition release okay. on one of his series that he, he you know because you should see his collection. I think if it was over the last bit, he would um, he would probably cause a stir. There, there would be violence. A row, he would have a row with someone <laughs> over that. Yes. So yes, that you would know, be. I was actually going through Shano's. I was going through Shano's Twitter feed earlier this this afternoon, and he was like, "Oh, I I, I missed out to buy this." So I was like, "Man, this guy is like really into this collecting stuff. <laughs> it's like so intense." Shano, same yeah, same question. Someone. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, same question. Same question, bud. That's a hot one. What would I uh, get arrested for? That's right. That oh, yes. Okay. What would you get arrested for? Huh. Uh, piracy? No jokes. No, <laughs> That's probably the easy one. <laughs> maybe we're all guilty of that. Maybe we'll all get hurt. Oh, Andy's <laughs> Andy's the pirate king. Oh, maybe. Oh. Yo, maybe the game collecting is a front. He, he it's all an illusion. Oh, like he collects maybe. games but pirates them all on the down low. Like I pay for games sometimes. <laughs> Let me go hide my emulation collection like now. Um, uh, <laughs> this conversation we had this conversation. Don't look at my hard drive. It's a small flash drive. <laughs> all right, I, I, is that our answer? Are we going? Are we yeah. Going with yeah okay. we'll um, I have a, all right, Andy, go ahead. I think, I think piracy is is a, is a fun answer. Yeah. Um, this is for Elmin. Um, again, I'm gonna lean on the police officer background for 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 a fun little bit. You get a phone call mm. that either Steven or myself killed someone. Who, who did it? Who was more likely to kill someone based on your interactions with both of us in this last hour? Oh, gosh. Uh, let me take a look, a look at um, – let's see. <laughs> Do a psychological uh, profile. Looking too I would say Steve. <laughs> Steve. Interesting. Okay. Absolutely Steve. Oh, absolutely me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, listen. Hey, I'm I'm okay with that. Andy, Andy looks a well. I mean, you know, Andy looks just too. It, it, I would say Andy has that. He's he looks too friendly. I mean, you oh, would like that's the you could lean either way. <laughs> you know, I mean, Steve looks friendly, but he also yeah. can you know looks like he can pull off that scowl. You know, <laughs> it's true. It's that dad energy. That's what it is. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's it. that put it's that down. Being described as like he's very. He's very unassuming. <laughs> uh, Andy has actually murdered people, so you're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the things Wait, I've hey, we done, don't need any confessions. On here. <laughs> you have, you know. 
<laughs> no, you never talk to cops. I'm asking for a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Shono, here's a question for you, and this is music related. Oh, yeah. On the spot right now, the four of us have just defeated our first mob of enemies. What is our battle victory song? What is our fanfare? Uh, Grandia fanfare. <laughs> oh, just going right to Grandia. Okay, I don't, yeah. I don't mind. Oh wow, I don't mind that. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah, the Grandia, the Grandia boner is like so intense in this chat. <laughs> it's like I love it. It's because no one talks. No one talks about Grandia anymore. It breaks my heart. <laughs> Yeah, and no, no one yeah. talks about Lunar either. It's like you savage savages. You don't know what good RPGs are. Thirtieth <laughs> anniversary this year, though. Ooh, maybe it'll get some love. Yeah, maybe something. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, let's see. Well, I want to ask. This is for both of you. Um, aside from the aforementioned like Zelda, Mana, Grandia, Lunar, what are your other? What's your favorite like sort of niche? underrated jrpg that people should be playing more or talking about or just influenced you a lot in your formative gaming years aside from the ones that you love so much like the grandia uh do you have any shano off the top of your head or do you want me to go yeah you want, do you want to go first if you have it if you want okay um well, besides Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, uh, mm. I guess Xenoblade's pretty mainstream now, isn't it, too? Um, yeah. Um, I like, well, you call it you call it Soul Blader in Japan. It's uh, The West mm. called it Soul Blazer. I really love that one. Um, that was a mm. that was quite a unique game. Um, I, have you guys played it? I have not. What, what is that for? Super, Nintendo, uh, Super Famicom, Super Nintendo. So oh, it's an action okay. RPG. Um, uh-huh. And you go around when you kill monsters and you free up the town and it basically creates the town when you destroy certain monsters. And I have not played a, I, I can't remember another game like this. It's rather unique. It was Wait, is that, is that ActRaiser you're talking about? No. It was like ActRaiser. Well, it was, it was uh, published by Enix uh, before they merged. And um, okay. it, it sounds, it, it, yeah, I believe it sounds it's Quintet was this, the studio that, or the, uh, well, anyway, the, there was three of them made. It was uh, Soul Blader, uh, Illusion of Gaia, and um, Terra Nigma. So <gasps> ah, okay. So those, I know those were the three. Yeah. yeah, so um, this one became before Illusion of Gaia, and um, I liked it much better when I got Illusion of Gaia. I was kind of disappointed, um, uh, believe it or not, because I was like, I like the other one better. But um, that, that was, uh, <laughs> um, to me, that was uh, quite... Um, didn't quite achieve the status that um, I really, you know, wished it. I mean, it, it was a great game. Um, you know, that's one of those games you can just knock out in a day or two. Um, and besides mm. the other mainstreams, um, sorry, I'm trying to think. Um, I I guess the Trail series have got got pretty big lately too. Um, Trail, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Legend Legend of Heroes. Uh, well, I first got it when it first came. At Trails of the Sky. It was called. Uh, mm. Was it? Uh, Sean, is this correct? Uh, Au Densetsu Six. Uh, what was that? Sora no Kiseki. Yeah, yeah. Sora no oh, Kiseki. Okay, yeah. That. So I got the PC version of that when I was in Japan, and um, I was blown away. The music was great. It was, you know, great storytelling. I wasn't a fan of the turn-based combat, but um, but yeah, that that was another one. But I think that that series has gained prominence lately. Um, and of course, yeah, we, okay. we already mentioned Grandia. Okay. Shauna, what do you got on your list? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I said it just before as well, but Shadow Hearts is probably one of the... Shadow Hearts, yeah. Yeah, it's probably one. That's one of the... Especially the soundtrack, it's one of the most God unique uh, soundtracks that you'd... You, you really never hear that kind of sound from any other games. Um, Shadow Hearts, uh, Dark Chronicle. So level five, mm. who made uh, like Dragon Quest eight, nine, uh, White Knight Chronicles. So the Dark Dark Cloud, Dark Chronicle, Rogue Galaxy, that PS two oh, era RPG. You just, you dark, dark Cloud. Like you a, said Steven's favorite two oh, words ever. Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud. <laughs> dark cloud. Yeah, Dark Cloud and Dark Chronicle, amazing, right? Like uh-huh. I've never I'm played Dark Chronicle. Like, so. 
I'm still hoping for like another dark something, you know, like uh, mm. just dark cloud, just remake dark cloud, just remake it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just remake yeah. it. They kind of did that diorama thing with White Knight Chronicles again, but it wasn't. Yeah, quite, but you know, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah, not yeah. Same. So that that's probably one of them, or um, uh, like Radiata story. If you guys know. Oh man, one. that's another good one. That's real Holy good. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. So, I'm hoping they might make like a remaster or something with the content that they were missing. Like on their guidebook, it says that mm. they have all these stuff that they had to take out right at the end. So Aww. just hoping for it. That's unfortunate. Uh, and if I go super niche, uh, G-O-D pure, do you guys? Oh, no. What the? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a PlayStation 1 Super Famicom RPG. And it's like a love letter to like all the classic like Final Fantasy Dragon Quest and stuff like the dialogues. You, if you know the dialogues from other games, you'd be like, oh, that's from that. Uh, that monster, that's from that. It's like a yeah, oh, it's cool. like a total love letter to all the oh, other. Wow. Is it God? You said God. God. God is on. Yeah, God is on. I think the one you have the Super Famicom. Yes, I have a Super Famicom one. There's like a remake on PS One which adds like CG cutscenes. But so yeah, yeah that that's one. yeah, but that's it's a... like Japan only. I can't read yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> they have a transla- <laughs> fan translation for the Super Fan Club. Right. Of so course I'm they gonna do. Gi- I'm, I'm going to give you both a call to like do it like, as I do a playthrough. Just translate. There you go. <laughs> All right. We'll do a better translation. He's you know uh, some sometimes I ask him questions uh, you know to make sure. But I, I forgot to mention one game um, for the 3DS Fantasy Life, and that's one. Uh, oh, that's another uh, level five one. Yes, oh level God. five fantasy life. It's multiplayer. I think up to three players, right? Ooh. Um, what is? Yeah, fantasy is, life. Oh, go ahead. What is level five even doing these days? They've. I feel like they fell off the map completely. I think they made um, Megaton Musashi, which is like a robot RPG. Uh-huh. I think they're gonna localize that one. That's the most recent one. Hmm. And I think they're still doing some yokai watch stuff. Oh okay. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are okay, but I feel like. They did so many like really good. <laughs> Dark Cloud Three, please. Okay, Ra- listen, you nerds. This place. is rapid fire. Okay. <laughs> all right, Shano. No, it's a in-depth JRPG what discussion. What food gives you plus five strength? Ice cream. Elman, same same question. <laughs> that was really fast. <laughs> Oh gosh, eggs, uh, eggs and sausage uh, in the morning. Eggs and sausage uh, plus five. I, I like to do weightlifting, so I that's that's my morning to go to. So nice. All right, Andy, let's get some of those like those really good uh, rapid fires. Oh, I was gonna ask Shano if he was a JRPG uh, villain. What would be his like world-ending plan? <laughs> <laughs> Give me like a convoluted like. No, no, no more convolution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, maybe, maybe get uh, maybe get a Raleigh. Do you know Raleigh to crack the earth in half? Ooh. Okay. Do you know Doctor that... Slump? No, I don't know that. But no. cracking the world uh, in half like, sounds scary. Yeah, yeah. That's good. They, yeah. they say it's it's a manga before Dragon Ball Z, and and she she's oh. said to be stronger than Goku, and she just oh punches God. the earth and it cracks in half. Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, that one. Damn. Oh, all right oh wow okay okay i like the uh it, to answer that question if you don't mind um no sure I'll, go for it <laughs> like when in dragon ball you know when piccolo daimao um did the lottery lottery um and you know came up with the ball with a city on it and then he'd destroy that city oh That's yeah what, yeah I, I always had a kick out of that <laughs> you know that villain scene <laughs> that, oh my god Here's my plot. I'm just going to randomly destroy oh, cities until you stop me. Okay. Oh, God. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, would you guys rather have the power of flight or invisibility? Invisibility, for sure. Love it. I, I could sneak on planes invisible and fly wherever oh I want. Oh, my God. See, he gets Says it, Stephen. the former cop. He gets it. Nefarious. <laughs> Actually, um... So with invisibility, I got a story for you on that one. Um, I have these, uh, what was that? <laughs> these night vision goggles. Um, I think they're uh, Gen Gen three. So basically, uh-huh. it uses starlight and you it lights up the darkness like uh, you know you could be in the middle of a pitch black forest and it lights it up like the daytime. And um, 
so I was going along with this other, uh, he was a state officer and we were using these Gen 3 and we walked up to this campsite and they didn't even know we were there. We were just standing there in the darkness looking at them. That's terrifying. We, we, well, the thing is, is, you know, a lot of them do like illegal stuff in, um, you know, any state parks and, you know, so uh, we got to know their names, their stories. I mean, we're just watching them. <laughs> And then, and then, of course, he, he goes first, and he goes out, state police! Oh, they almost shit themselves, but, but um, yeah, that, that's kind of like invisibility. I mean, you can, it's, it's real, that was my one-time thing of invisibility, is watching people like this with the night vision, and then... Uh, that's incredible. So, so, it gives you that feel. Shano, do you want to rethink your answer as to why they would arrest Elman? I think we found a better answer with that whole... <laughs> Night yeah, vision goggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is for both of you, and Sean can answer first. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, mm. oh, yes. New Zealand, you know, that's yeah. that's like yeah, we, island we life. All the fusion stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elman, you did you answer as well? Okay. Yes, uh, I would. I, I could take pineapple on pizza. All right. It um, sounds like he'll. Tolerate it. He won't actually oh, no, seek it's, it it's out. It's not bad. I love pineapple. I can take pineapple on loads of things. <laughs> I could. I could eat pineapple on a shoe. You want? <laughs> you want to dare me? <laughs> it's like barbecue sauce. Put that shit on anything. I'll eat it. Big, big, stupid idiot. <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> um. All right. Well, this is this is it. This is going to be the the final question. We're at. We're, oh, it, we're gonna really stop here. It's been so much fun. We're at the oh hour. We're over an hour. You know. I know, but it's good. Long. It's a school it's night. Good radio. <laughs> it's good radio. This <laughs> is right. this is probably and, the and hardest you know question. I, I do. I do want to get back to playing Legend of Dragoon, so we, we should wrap this up. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Uh, all you've done is com- all he's done is complain about it. So. Um, I'm playing Indivisible right now, and I can't get enough of that game. I love that freaking game. Okay. Final question, hardest question you're ever going to answer. But here's how we're gonna, it's going to work. Okay, usually we let our guests pick for, pick for themselves individually. But we're changing it up here, Andy. Okay? You have to come to a consensus of your answer together. Okay? Hardest question. And it's a simple question. It's binary. A baby can answer it. Literally, a dog can answer this question. And the question is, Andy or Steve? Well, we broke out. This is why you have anxiety, Steve, because you allowed game developers to now have an open discussion why they may not like you. (laughs) <laughs> but that's important to me like i need i i want to know these things you know that i have to become perfect cell you understand like i have to and absorb you all of this that when they don't pick me i feel like they know that i know a piece of shit. i know a little so, of you guys yeah, i know I a little bit of, i mean that's the real reason why i do this it's really a a it's really a vanity now, now, thing. Now, now we're just stalling for time. Let's no, we're we're letting them think because Shono's seriously thinking about this. Look at his face yeah, right now. He looks like deep in, in there thinking about it. Uh, like, audio listeners, turn- Elman is. I think I broke him. I think he's. Uh, no, no he control has, alt delete. He gotta has reset. His hand over like the exit meeting button. On Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Leave meeting. Um, yeah, simple question. You could you could you could come up with any sort of. Andy or Steven what we don't know it's yeah. it's all up to interpretation yeah actually uh, I'll just go with a real simple answer actually uh, okay. I like br- uh, bright rooms uh, so I'll mm. go with Andy yeah I think uh, I think I'll, I'll go with Andy as well um, you know. oh, wow. okay so that's a that's it that's an overwhelming yeah. Andy vote yes I like it <laughs> yeah so, I, listen uh, I understand you know. it. Sorry, Andy, sorry, Steve, Andy plays you know. <laughs> he's much more of the but, JRPG Steve, aficionado I get it Steve, now, if you if you turn the lights on or something like a and then or maybe if you show us your room then maybe you'll and you know, understand. What, I understand. you know what they they both answered so fast I had a back pocket to sweeten the deal in my favor but uh-huh. I'll say it now since I've won. Of course you are. I actually bought a copy of your book before the show. So oh. I should be getting a copy of, of Cursed Night on January 31st. Oh, and thank I, you. I'll, Doesn't mean he's going to read it. You're a little too far to Oh, it's really paperback, it, but... baby. He, he, oh, does, nice. he does I'm not like... know how to read. So he... <laughs> 
<laughs> he just met. Can you mash the X button on your book? Can you do that? That's <laughs> the guy who called him Elon before the show. I'm dyslexic, Andy. I keep telling you that. Anyway, folks, that is going to bring us to the end of the show. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at dual underscore screens. I'm at Batchel27. Andy is at Pants Guy. Gentlemen, Elman, where can everybody find you? Um, Twitter, uh, we, we're God, at Godshard RPG, or it's Godshard.com, G-O-D-S-H-A-R-D.com. And you could probably find Shano the same, you know, we link to Shano all the time on Twitter. So. Awesome. And same as Instagram, same, same handle on Instagram as well. Yes, and don't forget, folks, to wish list on Steam right now. The link will be in our description, so you can click that. The link will also be in our description for the Twitter and the Kickstarter holding page, the landing page there for. So keep it book. Say yeah, notify me when this thing goes live. Uh, over a hundred people right now are following. Are we? Over a hundred, you got you're over a hundred. So congratulations on that. Over a hundred oh. people are like, yeah, Thank tell you. me about this. That's shit. news to me. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did it. We're, we're gonna bump that number. Oh, up. it's going up yeah. at least six. You, yeah. We got you. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> I'll take all the love I can get. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Elman. Thank you, Shano. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, listeners and viewers. And as always, please be excellent to each other. <laughs>